Yeah, Mike, so you said not prompted by P. Not prompted. I don't think so. I mean, I was peeing. Mm. So. so my question is not directly related to what you were thinking about, but as a pee connoisseur <laughs> like yourself. Why do we always talk about this? I feel like it's my fault entirely. I'm the connoisseur, I guess. Have you ever thought about the idea of a pee prompt? Like something that we could just kind of insert into somebody's mind, uh, not like magically, we could have an app where it's like, I want a new prompt. And it's just like a bite-sized thing to think about. Like when you open a Snapple. Yeah. Yeah. Like think about this thing for approximately 30 seconds. To do what? I don't know. To pee prompt. Something you to do while you pee. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's something to do while you pee. Like to not waste time. Got yeah. it. I thought it prompted you to pee. Oh, no. That would be cool, too. That would be weird. I don't want to conjure pee. <laughs> I mean, I kind of do, but uh, so I time my pees that I know are going to be long because I have a record. What is your record? Two minutes. No oh, way. Six Dude. seconds. Come on. Yes. No. So what happens when you're really full, it like gets, it comes out so much slower. And that really is sort of what adds to the time. But are you timing by counting the seconds yourself? No. iPhone stopwatch. I think your iPhone's broken, man. Like, <laughs> So when I set the record, I was stuck in a bar booth behind like three other people. It was a huge booth. Mm. And I was the fourth one in. Okay. Yeah. And there were three other people I would have had to ask to leave. So it took me like two hours to work up the courage to say I needed to pee. Oh, my God. And that's really what led up to it. Jeez Louise. So you just waited for two hours? I did. So you get one minute of pee per hour? That doesn't make sense. Wait, no. Let's not do that calculation. There's one thing I have to challenge straight up. Okay. What do you mean your pee comes out slower when you have more <laughs> of it? Yeah. No. It's a phenomenon. Dude, pressure builds. I know. I know. It's like very counterintuitive. No, no, no. I know what he's talking about. It's like when you have a bunch of people that are trying to leave a building at the same time, it gets congested. It's only one hole. Yeah. Yeah. Out. <laughs> it doesn't trickle out slowly. No, no, it's not. A I don't like talking about this. Where are we? Why? Why? Why did this come up? For the record, not even two minutes has passed since you mentioned that this was your record, Mike. Like, I'm still calling bullshit. All right. That seems insane. I'm with you there. Do you have a screenshot or something? I do. <laughs> you were there, man. You were there. I was? Yeah. In the booth? When I set the right... Well, you were on the other side of the booth. I would ask. Where you. were we? Jimmy, Jimmy's. Jimmy's downtown. <laughs> that sounds so made up the way you said it. No, Jimmy's, Jimmy's is real. Jimmy's, Jimmy's grill. Is real. Jimmy's grill. I'll grant you, it wasn't believable. I delivery. couldn't remember if it was like barbecue Jimmy's or Jimmy's grill or. It's Jimmy's grill and something. Yeah. Jimmy's grill and. Bar? Bar. Oh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We've only been there a million times. It was at Jimmy's. Okay, so I don't remember this. Did you come back and tell anybody? I told you. Only you. Jeez. <laughs> is there any way we can corroborate this? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Well, then there's only one thing left to do, which is. Break the record. Oh, I got to break the record. Without recording your wang or your pee. <laughs> Let me say that again. Don't record or photograph your wang or your pee. Okay. Somehow think of another creative way to prove to us that you did this. Okay. And break your two-minute record if two minutes is, in fact, something you could reach. So I could do sort of like a, like a volume thing 
if we just if we I don't want to do that because we have no way of knowing what the previous volume record. Yeah, I know we'd have to we'd have to establish a rate of flow and I don't know that anybody wants to do that. Again, no. All I really need from the next time you do it, first of all, break the record if you can break the record. Okay. And second, I let I, thanks for the the sort of pep talk. Yeah, I believe in you. Feels good. But second, just also tell me how slow the pee comes out this time. Okay. I guarantee you it's not going to be slow. <laughs> it's going to be slow, man. Okay, start drinking whatever's in front of you. Okay. And just don't pee for a while. Let's just do it starting right now. I'm not going to pee this whole episode. You peed right before this, right? Right before. I'm fresh. I hated talking about this. (laughs) We don't have to use it. We're gonna. We're gonna have to. People like it for some reason. (laughs) You're listening to Instead Of, a hypothetical podcast with Josh Harrison, Tappan Johnny, and me, Gustav Bogart. Gustav? Gustav Bogart. There's some Gustav coming up. What the hell does that mean? Oh, good stuff. Oh, good stuff? <laughs> I like that. Mike Goodstuff Bogart. Gustav. Mike Gustav Bogart. Gustav Bogart. Gustav Bogart. <laughs> coming at you. Heavy breathing today, huh, Mike? Stop it. Okay. Does it sound cool? Josh, stop it. (laughs) I didn't want to talk to you guys about heavy breathing. I wanted to talk to you guys about WrestleMania, baby! Oh, Oh, okay. Did you get tickets? When is it? I didn't get tickets. It's tonight. Oh. Oh. Yeah, it starts in about two hours. A little less than two hours. It's about 4.10 as we record this. We're going to have to hurry. Yeah, I know. I'm excited. It's going to be really fun. And the reason that I did a chant like that is because Kofi Kingston, if either of you guys know Kofi Kingston from The New Day. Of course I do. Of course I don't. Oh, dude, you don't? No, I don't. He's getting a title shot against Daniel Bryan. Kofi alone. Wow, cool. I know. They put up an unbelievable series of events in front of him before he could achieve this shot. And I wonder if they'll screw him tonight as is done in wrestling. Didn't Daniel Bryan stop wrestling because he had like concussions or whatever? Dude, he did. Good memory. And then he like went to physical therapy and did a ton of recovery and came back. Oh, look at that. Concussion therapy, huh? Uh, well, not concussion therapy. I don't know if that's a thing. <laughs> that's... But like he had a neck injury, I think. Ooh. Yeah, oh. Something like that. So he, he came back from that. But listen, listen to this. Here's what I think we should do to celebrate WrestleMania tonight. Okay. I am just going to tell you the names of people who are fighting. Okay. Okay. For a few matches. And each of you give me what you think is the one sentence backstory for this fight and who your predicted winner is. Okay. Whoever gets the most choices right, I'll report back next week. This is a huge prize as I am removing myself from eligibility. Mm -hmm. Whoever gets the most choices right will win the title of podcast champion. Oh. Okay. You guys are in the first ever podcast champion match. Okay. I like this. Screw you, Josh. Isn't that how you do that? That's exactly how Is you do it. Is that good? Okay. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Yeah, in your face, though. What do you mean, though? Okay, good start. <laughs> good start. <laughs> okay, let's start at the match that we've already discussed. For the WWE Championship, the champion, Daniel Bryan, will defend his title against the 11-year veteran, Kofi Kingston. What do you think is the backstory for this in one sentence, and who do you pick? The backstory is that Kofi is upset that he's been doing this for 11 years and hasn't had a shot, and that grit is going to drive him to victory. 
All right. And Mike, what is your uh, take? Um, I think that Daniel Bryan punched Kofi Kingston for real once, and he wasn't supposed to. Oh. He really actually broke his nose. Where it wasn't a work. It wasn't work. No, no, no. Not, it wasn't work, but okay, yes. Okay, so both of you have had your take. Josh is more right on the take, which is pretty interesting. On Kofi this. just like would rather be champion. Hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, that's really important, him yeah. being champion. But the, the whole storyline is actually that he is, you know, he's been ignored too long. Give him his oh. chance. Mm. It's pretty great. Okay, so who are you guys picking? Kofi. Yeah, I said Kofi also. Both of you pick Kofi? Yeah. I know Kofi Kingston. If I have seen him fight, he'll do some kind of flipping, kicky stuff. Dude, you have seen him fight. He does all that stuff. He does so many flips. I think he's going to win. All right, there we go. So right now, that actually makes it difficult for our podcast championship, <laughs> but we'll just move on. Maybe maybe you guys will differ. Okay. In the WWE Universal Championship match, Seth Rollins is going up against Brock Lesnar. Oh, oh, really? You are right, really. Oh my God! What is the backstory, Mike? So Seth Rollins is way smaller than Brock Lesnar. Yeah. He must have a really good reason to. Want you know him. what? He's actually basically as tall as him. Really? Yeah, I know. It's kind of nuts when they stand in the ring together. I think of Brock Lesnar as like 400 pounds. He's so much wider. Just in, <laughs> He's so much broader. He's like the school bus of cars of people. I think Brock Lesnar probably did some kind of torture on Seth Rollins. Oh, okay. Uh, the fingernail torture. Ooh, <laughs> wow. Very explicit. Why did such a brute do such a specific, you know... <laughs> Like limited, Very, yeah. He could have just smashed him like with a garbage can. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> he could have just punched his fingernails. Yeah, he sat there and he poked little needles under his oh, fingernails. Oh, Jeez. Even meaner. That's horrible. Okay, Josh. I think that before all of these wrestling events happen, they have to do roll call and make sure that everybody's there, like mm -hmm. at the stadium attendance. Yeah, like at the stadium. Yeah, just checking yeah, in. Sure. <laughs> And so, just like in school, they always start at the start of the alphabet, and Seth is pissed off that Brock always gets to go first. L's before R, yeah. All, well, first name. <laughs> they don't do it by first name <laughs> in school. Do. They do it by last name. No, they don't. No way. Yeah, they do. No way. Mike? Yeah, I'm a B, man. I'm yeah. a way in the beginning. Yeah, you didn't wait for M. No. I went to J. Uh, that's a big part of my identity. I'm first. What are you talking about, Josh? I don't... It still works. Okay, good. L is before R. You sound so sad. Not only does it work, you can also just change the logic. Well, I mean, I... Go on, go on. Clearly, yeah. you have invested a lot in this. <laughs> well, if it was like B to S, then it would be a lot more to get mad about, I guess, because now he's waiting a long time. But if it's just... The LR gap. <laughs> is it wide enough? No. <laughs> Not that much. But still, maybe he rubbed it in. Maybe he's like, doesn't matter. First name, last name. I'm always first, just like I'm going to be in the ring. Both my names start before yours. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good smack talk, guys. But here's what DigitalSpy.com, they've summed it up. I'm going to read the first two paragraphs real quick. Okay. Okay. Roman Reigns is back in competition after swiftly spearing his leukemia into remission. That's real. <laughs> I know. That's real. Wow. Go Roman Reigns. They made it into the storyline. Go Roman Reigns. But his return came too late to force his way back into the frame for the title he was forced to relinquish. After winning the Royal Rumble, it falls to his shield brother, Seth Rollins, to try to emulate Reigns' mania 34 feet and take down the Beast. So basically, Seth won the Royal Rumble, and that's why he's fighting him. And now he's going to avenge his shield brother. His shield brother, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Say anything about alphabetizing in there? Not even close, I don't oh. think. Mm -hmm. But who do you pick? Oh, 
Brock Lesnar's really big and strong. Yeah. <laughs> You're taking Brock? He's been champ for a while. Except for when Roman had it, I guess. Doesn't he have a big knife tattooed in the middle of his chest? Oh my god. I actually think it's a full-size sword. <gasps> okay. Well, if a sword fits on this guy's chest, he's it, fucking big. It goes, I believe, from the bottom of his neck to like his belly button. And uh, the sword handle also has brass knuckles. Wow. He has brass knuckles on each peck, basically? Shit. No. Where do you think swords are handled? Anyway, (laughs) uh, Josh, who do you pick? I know this is going to make it difficult for you, but I think I'm going with Brock also. What the hell, guys? So here's the thing. No one believes in Seth. No one believes in the hero. It's Monday Night Rollins, baby. Burn it down. Brock is also this really big dude that kicks a lot of ass in uh, the Venture Brothers TV show as voiced by Patrick Warburton. And he's kind of a badass there. That's what you're going off of? Yeah. That's not even the same Brock. Why wouldn't you say his <laughs> UFC successes? Well, those two. Those two. Okay, fine. Both of you pick Brock. That brings us to our last match. Which- rubber match. Yeah, rubber match. And it's good because it's the main event and it's a huge shout out real quick. Perfect. This is going exactly to script. Honestly, it really is. If I could have written this as a wrestling piece, this is how I would have done it. Fantastic. Here we go. The main event at WrestleMania tonight, guys. Uh-huh. Kind of rad. It's a triple threat women's title match. Oh, I've heard about this one. So that means three people fighting. That is right. And two titles are on the line. Okay. Ronda Rousey, who is a total badass, is defending the Raw Women's Championship. Got it? Yes. Charlotte Flair is defending the SmackDown Women's Championship. Daughter of famous wrestler Ric Flair. Mm. That's right. Woo. 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 Josh? Woo. Yeah, I guess. I I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah, she's unbelievable. Wait, Mike, aren't you the one that said that? What do you mean? Woo. Yeah, no, we all said woo. No, that she was the daughter, I mean. I didn't know that woo was a Ric Flair. I said woo. Oh. oh. There's still one person left and she should not be ignored. It is the man, Becky Lynch. Oh, cool. The most popular person in the WWE universe at this moment. You've told me about her and I think she's cool secondhand. She's on fire and here is the promo photo for the match. Okay. Everyone's looking strong. Very feisty. The last segment that they were in together, all three of them got arrested, which was hilarious. Arrested by the police? Yeah, like the fake police. Mm. Uh, But for some reason, continued fighting all the way up the ramp and in the back using only their legs, which if you've seen people (laughs) fight with only their legs and their hands behind their backs, it's hilarious. And then Ronda Rousey kicked through the police car like window. It was already a little rigged. But then while she was like sticking her head out yelling, Charlotte Flair, need her in the face. In a a police car? While her head was out of the police car. Oh my God. And you cannot fake that, okay? You can't get a knee to your face and it not hurt you in real life. Yes. If anyone thinks otherwise, I don't know what to tell you, man. You just hate wrestling, I guess. So, give me your one-sentence backstory very quick, as the segment has gone on too long, much like all of our wrestling shows and wrestling biggest event, Mm -hmm. WrestleMania. Uh, What do you guys think? One sentence, and who do you pick? I think that all of them saw their parents on dates with each other. Oh, no! And they just got really mad about how unfaithful they were all being, and they were mad at the other wrestlers as a result. So their beef is all from the generation previous? Yeah. Pretty believable considering Ric Flair's life. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, Ric Flair was like out on a date with... Out on a date. 
<laughs> Becky Lynch's mom or something like that. I don't know. Okay. And how do Rhonda's parents figure into this? Well, her dad is out on a date with... Who's the other one? Who's the other one? What are you talking about? You said all three already. Oh, I thought there were four. No, it's a triple <laughs> threat match. That's right. That's right. That's right. Well, uh, sh- her mom was also on a date with Ric Flair. Ric Flair's dating everybody's mom. Okay, yeah. that kind of makes yeah. sense. It honestly could have been a storyline in wrestling. A real far-fetched reason for them to be so talented and hate each other, but whatever. Mike, your reason? Um, I'll build on this one. No, no, no. <laughs> Actually, fine, fine. Let's do it. No, you. Are, this this happens sometimes in the writer's room, I hear. Yeah, we're going to build on this idea. You punch it up. We're going to punch it up with way more punching. Nice, okay. So not as much kicking. No, less kicking. They did that last time. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> Ric Flair is... Have you guys seen American Beauty? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> oh, creepy. Where are you going with this? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was a fucked up movie with some family shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe uh, Ric Flair uh, beats up Kevin Spacey. No. Ric Flair. That was idea one. Fights. <laughs> you know three women are fighting. Don't just say Ric Flair fights Kevin Spacey, first of all. That's, That's true. That's a terrible idea. Bring up the characters themselves. I don't know them very well. So they're fighting because. Make up their backstories. You know what they look like. You know what they can probably do in ring. You have some idea. They're all crazy athletic and they can eat punishment. Remember when I made you watch that Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair versus Asuka fight? I do. That was crazy. Tonight's going to be even crazier than that. And like, how could you be so upset? Do you want to watch Mania, by the way? Maybe. Okay. Josh, you can watch too. We'll just stream it in text. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah, keep me updated. No, you should watch it. No, give me like the, give me the closed captioning. Not the subtitles, the closed captioning. Explain what happens. What are the, what's the difference between... Well, closed captioning also would say, like... You'll get action in there. Yeah, yeah. Subtitles is just the script. No kidding. I never knew that. Okay, well, look, I want to give you many things to improve this bit, but why don't you guys (laughs) give me a winner? Who you pick? And pick someone different. I don't care. First person to pick is Josh. Go ahead, Josh. Uh, I think it's going to be Becky. Okay. Because she uh, is, like, the crowd favorite, and I don't know. That always feels good, and that, that can pump people up. Okay. I think Rhonda, because she's a heel, right? Rhonda is kind of the heel right now. She's yeah. Kind of mean. Yeah. She yells at everyone. That's in vogue right now. The yeah. mean person wins. And she is super talented. Okay. No love for Charlotte? There are only two of us. What do you want? All right. You know what? I'll take Charlotte. I'm in the match, baby. <laughs> Wrestling twist. Podcast champion is now up for all three of us. Fuck. I am taking Charlotte Flair in this triple threat fight. You guys screwed yourselves by not picking in the earlier matches. I had to insert some Vince McMahon shit. If either of us wins one of the others, then then we get it, though. That's right. You have understood the rules of a triple threat (laughs) match. Jesus, you are far behind in this at the moment. No, I'm saying that we would need to be wrong on both of those and the final match for you to win. No, you get... well. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah! Technicality! TKO! Yes, yes, yes. Wrestling's all about rules. You know what? I actually do like this. This is the kind of twist that would happen in wrestling. Mike, the only thing left is your input. Do you want me to be a part of this match straight up? Yes. Or do you want me to have to be lucky in the first two matches and have you guys be either... No, you both have to be wrong on both. We're both wrong on both. You want me to take the harder road? Yeah. Yeah. 
What the fuck, man? Earn it. And if you lose, I want you to put on a butler uniform and carry out our belt on a pillow. This is ridiculous. There this we is go. exactly how Kofi got treated. <laughs> you guys are the Vince McMahon. I don't want to be Vince. Vince is terrible. Yeah, well, live with that. <laughs> By the way, quick shout out, Andrew, wearing the New Day socks. New Day? Oh, you are. Aren't they nice? <laughs> what do you think? They're really pretty. Look, it's Kofi. Oh. And then here it's Big E. Oh, that is Big E. Where's the other one? The trombone player. I can't wear three socks, Mike. What do you guys know about Garfield the cat? Lasagna. Mondays. Okay, well. Fat. Mike. Lazy. Mike. Mean. (laughs) Say something redeeming about the cat. Uh, Is there anything? He's got a beautiful coat. Mm -hmm. Nice coat. Very soft. He's friends with a dog. Yep. Yeah, he's enemies with a dog. No, he's enemies with what's his name? Vermal. Vermal. Nermal. Nermal. I the think other it's cat. Od- oh, I thought it was Odie was the dog. Odie's the dog, yeah. Odie is the dog, yeah. Odie's more of a frenemy. They sort of tolerate each other. Who's the man? John? John. Yeah. Last name? Arbuckle. Oh. There it is. Johnny Arbuckle? Johnny R. Buckle. Buckle. <laughs> anyway, do you know about the mystery? Of Garfield telephones. No? No. What are Garfield telephones? It's like a novelty phone. Like, you know how people have, like, hamburger phones and stuff like that? Oh. It looks like a cat? Yeah. Dude, Josh, listen to this. I totally know, and I fully get the reference. Many people won't know. I mean, I don't know. Do we have super young listeners? Okay. Landline phones sometimes came in novelty shape, so you could make it look like you're picking up a piano and holding the mini piano to your ear when you're talking on the phone yeah or a hamburger or a garfield as is the case you didn't have to wait for apple to update the structure of your phone device (laughs) you could just go to the flea market and get yourself a brand new phone and it could be a ketchup bottle to go with your hamburger exactly yeah yeah i miss those phones me too anyway Over 35 years, Garfield phones have been washing up on a western French beach. Whoa. No way. Nobody knew where they came from. They just kept fucking showing up. Like, every day, there would be new Garfield phones. Wow. Oh, by the way, uh, kids, not every phone used to have a tracker in it, so that's why you can't, like, reverse track where they came (laughs) from. It wasn't all so easy, okay? Find my Garfield phone. (laughs) (laughs) There were mysteries like this. Go on, Josh. So, they finally solved it. Really? How? Oh, cool. There was a long-lost shipping container that ran ashore in a sea cave nearby that was only accessible at low tide. Wow. And I guess, like, every time the tide came up and then down and then back up, a few more phones would just leave the cave and wash out to the ocean and then come back in on high tide. That's amazing. That's exactly like that one game at Chuck E. Cheese where you put the coins in and you like want them to slide off the edge, you know? Yeah. Bit by bit, Mm -hmm. they finally go. Exactly. Yeah. So there's some talk here about, we found this incredible cave. It was 30 meters deep. I mean, we don't need to go into the details of the cave. I just thought that that was pretty amazing that they solved this mystery 35 years later when like it didn't hold up. Like, I mean, it, it never let up. That's the word I mean. Where, <laughs> man, they did a much better job solving this mystery than you're doing reacting to it. They had 35 years. <laughs> Josh only has two minutes. Yeah, I don't know. I I just 
I'm pretty amazed that these phones have been showing up. I'm, this article says almost every day for 35 years. That's wow. wild, man. So what are they going to do with them? You like think? clockwork. <laughs> well, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, me neither, Mike. They show up like clockwork. They're fucking clocks. They're not clocks. Who told you they were <laughs> oh, clocks? They're phones. They're Garfield phones. Oh, shit. No, dude. These Damn phones... <laughs> These phones used to not have clocks in them. Just That's another thing. You're too young now, Mike. All phones didn't have clocks. Just clocks had mm, clocks. Yeah, they used to be different. You're right. You could like call. The way you found out the time was you like called a number and it would be like, at the tone, the time will be 12.03. Yes, that's a way to use your phone to find out the time. But also you could have looked at clocks. <laughs> and he, yeah, the clocks were still around. Anyway. What is a mystery in your life that has been going on your entire life that you still haven't solved? And since you'll bring this up to our attention, maybe we can try and solve it. Big assumption on your part. <laughs> I said maybe. So we have these unsolved mysteries. I said maybe we can try. I hedged my bet twice. A long-term mystery in my life, you say? Mm-hmm. Do you have one? No, I'm asking you. <laughs> well, I know. I was just curious if maybe you could, you know, get the old brain going. Um, I also like how you said you didn't want to talk about the details about the cave, but you made sure to mention how deep it was right before that. <laughs> uh, jeez. Are you haunted by anything, Mike? I I am. Like it's on the tip of my tongue. There's there's something. Do you get emails from someone you don't know? Does anyone call you? Any letters? Any things that keep showing up in your life and you're like, no, I'm not nuts. This is just a coincidence. Yeah. I mean, that has been happening to me, actually. Really? It has? Yeah. What number? So it's not a number. It's a font. Okay. Dumbest motherfucker <laughs> I know, dude. You are the dumbest motherfucker I know. But I love this story. Please continue. What font? So a couple years ago, I was doing a presentation when I was at Harmonix, and I wanted a font that looked handwritten. So I went to like some font site, and I downloaded a font called Permanent Marker. Oh. And it's, it's, it's a fine font. It looks like somebody took a Sharpie and, and wrote in Sharpie. You mean it's a fine tip font? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Semi-fine. Okay. So you played along eventually, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> and so like a year or two passes... And then I see a font that looks very similar. I don't even remember what the context was at this point, but I saw something and I'm like, oh, I've seen that font before. At this fine point. At this fine point. Okay. And, and I checked and it was the same font. And like, then the floodgates fucking opened. Wow. And now it seems like once every couple weeks, at most, I'm seeing this font again. I replayed The Last of Us. It's like used on a poster in the background where they're just like kind of scribbling something. Wow. It was in an ad for mobile game that looked like it was sponsored by Snoop Dogg where you grew weed plants. Okay. Weed plants? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like Farmville for weed. What's it called? I don't remember. It has to be Weedville. <laughs> but listen, Josh, wait, real quick. Yeah. Uh, you know how I'm always promising you I'll play The Last of Us? Yes. Uh, that promise still maintains, but I did start the other promise and I started The Sopranos. Just wanted to tell you that real quick. We can go right back to what you were saying, but just wanted you to know that eventually I'll get around to that promise. Fantastic. <laughs> also, I have an idea. I have a theory. What is it? Mike, you want to hear my theory? Yeah, please. 
So just to clarify real quick, this font is not built in to any computer. Like, everybody sees Helvetica everywhere and Comic Sans and Papyrus. Aftermarket font, yeah. Yeah. Built into some computer. No. This font is not built in any computer. No, it's not a default font. You need to go to the internet and, like, search for free fonts to download and download this one. Yeah, but isn't that on some other computer? Like, it's on a server somewhere. I'm saying Everything it's not <laughs> on some computer. That's my point. That's my point, Mike. I'm saying it's not a default font. Nobody's going to like go into Microsoft Word and click the drop down and be like, I want a handwritten font. They'll pick Comic Sans. They probably True. will. Okay, good to know. That's good knowledge. It has been clarified. You have a theory. I have a theory. Want to hear it? Yes. All right. <laughs> come on. Yeah, sure. Tell me. No, come on. Yes, please tell me. I need to know. Josh, I know you're excited. I'm trying to get Mike excited. Hey, friend dude i have a theory on what's happening in josh's mania oh mania (laughs) but listen that's not the theory here's the theory josh you first put that font out into the world in the world of gaming and now you've seen it twice again in the world of gaming maybe it's just something other people noticed and started using i've seen it way more than twice i've seen it at least a dozen times over the last like six months were they all in gaming no how many were in gaming i don't know maybe a third of them. One of them was on like a YouTube thumbnail. One of them was on like a random tweet. A YouTube thumbnail for a gaming video? I don't think so. <laughs> and a tweet for a game? <laughs> no. <laughs> don't laugh. You follow YouTube people who are about gaming and you follow Twitter accounts that that's are about true. gaming. That's true. This all lines up. I do. I do. I'm telling you. That's I think, a legit theory. I think that's what's happened. But okay, Mike, do you have a theory? Uh, confirmation bias? Maybe <laughs> it's true. Would be. <laughs> you mean the known phenomenon? Now that I, yeah. Uh, the thing is, I know that permanent marker font. What font? I've seen the font. I know that font well. I don't think I've seen it. Maybe it's a trendy font. Where did you see it? Oh, I've seen it on posters, flyers, web sites. Here, I just texted you guys a picture, the sample of this font. I wish I had received this photograph on a hamburger. <laughs> this is exactly what I thought. Yes, I know this. Penultimate Schadenfreude. <laughs> what? Apparently, Penultimate Schadenfreude is the new Quick Brown Fox. The hell are you talking about? Where's the font? <laughs> oh, you you must be reading what he wrote. Can I just see it on your phone? Oh, oh, I didn't send it to our group chat. I only. Oh, sent what it the hell, me. man? <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Hey, that makes sense. Okay. Oh, there it is. Josh sent it to everybody. Okay. Uh, the only place I can think I've seen this is in like fashion ads. Very H and M. Yeah, very H and M font. Well, they probably use those letters. That might be the H and the M <laughs> at their store. <laughs> well, any instead of that we can tie under this? Yes. What is yours? What is your mystery? That's, That's right. What we I did was, start yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would be fucking ecstatic if I had a lifelong mystery to solve. I don't know if I do. That sounds fun. Really? You think it would give you purpose? I think it would give me a very explicit purpose. What's going on here? Let's say you solve it when you're 34. 34. For three years from now. Yeah, let's say tomorrow it strikes you what it is. For some reason, you feel it. Okay. And somehow you manage to successfully solve this riddle in your life. My life's riddle. Actually... Can we twist this a little bit? What if Tappan and I come up with a mystery for you and you tell us how you eventually solve it and what the outcome is? That's a much better way to go than what I was going to ask. I was going to say, how will you deal with the existential crisis of being a 34-year-old man? Oh, my God. 
I'm not sure yet. No, but that's okay. Now we don't have to. Josh has a way better idea. Josh, uh, what do you want to? What do you want to incept? So, what if starting tomorrow, you just start noticing blue paint everywhere, like on the wall outside your apartment, like right by the elevator? There's just this like tiny little bit of blue paint, and it looks like somebody just like you know accidentally smeared a bit of paint as they were walking by. Like nothing you would, th- it would be a little weird, but you wouldn't think too much of it. But then you get to the office, and there's a blue handprint wrapped around the handle to the door to your office, and like this is now happening. You know, you're seeing this at least two or three times a week. Like, blue paint is somewhere in your life. God damn it. First of all, I loved the idea when you started talking about it because, you know, his room is painted blue, and that's a real, that freaked him out a little. I it's saw super it. blue in here. But then you went with a handprint. Where are you going to run into a blue handprint? The mystery is it's just the blue man group. <laughs> <laughs> the first fucking place you start, and then he's done. Great. He'll get to see a great show. That was my answer. <laughs> well, I could be a blue man. You think that's what you want to be? I don't want to be a blue man. Okay, fine. It's green. It's fluorescent green. Okay. And no handprint. And no... I mean, it can be a handprint, but it's not always a handprint. Like, sometimes it's that. Sometimes you turn the corner going from your building to the train that you take home, and it's just a green line that goes the exact route that you're going to be walking. Okay. Interesting. This green paint, everybody else can see it. You're not going crazy. They can. Okay. But it's like focused around your life in particular. Wow. I'm trying to look, Josh, I can see the parallel you're trying to draw between your experiences and what you want Mike to experience in his mystery. But font comes across in a much more natural way than all these like weird green paint ideas. (laughs) Hey, what if you start walking and it's like Google Maps is your real life? What the hell (laughs) fuck are you talking about, dude? That's not going to (laughs) happen. But it would be an even better mystery than mine if it did. That's why I'm throwing it out there. I guess that's fair. It would be mysterious. I mean, when I go to work... um, Oh my God, you have one already. Well, I already feel like I'm sort of in the Matrix. What do you mean? I just do the same thing every day. Yeah. You do? That's not true. You get that sensation. Yeah. We went out the other day. Well, I go Was that nothing to you? It was certainly a change in my day-to-day routine. It may have been programmed. What? We were programmed to hang out. I go to the same... That's nice. I go to the same office every day. I walk the same way every day. I might as well be in a computer in the Matrix, right? Big stretch, but yes, right? (laughs) I might as well be in the Matrix. Okay. Now, there's green paint showing up. Mm -hmm. I might be Neo, too. I might be the next Neo. Wow. So how do you discover? Like, what is the Trinity pulling you? Or no, 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 no. What is the, like, follow the white rabbit that shows up on your computer? What do you mean? What You just literally said follow the green line, dude. There is a big green line (laughs) everywhere I go. There's one thing I have to tell you, Mike. Okay. You need to know this. What is it? At the end of this mystery, you're going to have to kiss Josh. And perhaps lay with him. <laughs> a lot more like in the Matrix. You're Neo too. Josh is my trinity? He picked someone else. I didn't contribute to that idea at all. You're not going to kiss me. Shit, that's true. <laughs> you want to be my Morpheus? I'll be Morpheus. Hell yeah. Damn it. I was just about to call Morpheus. You don't want to kiss me? <laughs> <laughs> no, Morpheus is just way cooler. I don't know. They're both cool in their own ways. I don't know. I feel like it's mostly about kissing me or not. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Mike, you see how you picked that red iPhone? Yeah. <gasps> Eat it. <gasps> Eat the whole thing. Eat my phone? <laughs> Eat your phone. Eat your phone. It'll taste like a burger. 
guys, this is just like WrestleMania. We're going on too long. Mike, whatever the next segment is, it has to be the last thing, and you have to go as fast as possible. Cut the fat. Hit the story points. Go. Boom. Last weekend, I went to the symphony. Uh... <laughs> Planet Earth Live. I saw a symphony scoring a documentary live. Give me a symphonic experience to score. Score a live experience with a symphony there. Jesus, wow, that's amazing. Do it. Josh? Skateboarding down the hills of San Francisco. Ooh. Wow, that's so fucking cool. Wow, that's pretty God vivid. damn it. Damn. So much cooler than my symphony. Uh, you have one? No, the one I went to. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> that was so much better. No, but the planet Earth is cool. It was cool. I'd rather be skateboarding. Uh, I'm going to say, ah, uh, jeez. Uh, Sex. No, no. Okay. I'm going to say, uh, 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 setting up a, a big trampoline in a Japanese garden. Okay. I don't know why. That just seems like something that would be in a music video. And now I feel real weird about saying it out loud. I'm sorry. 